0: Everybody and welcome to today's episode of the Boring Startup Podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about hiring a PR firm and the decision that I made to, to do that, the pros, cons, and we'll wrap it up at the end with a, uh, a recommendation or a, a sort of a summary of would I do it again. And so let's get started. So setting the background as I try to do. Uh, Pretty much every time we, we have a story like this is when you post a project on Kickstarter, like the hour you go live, you will start to get emails from people telling you that they can get you lots more backers. Everybody promises backers, 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 gazillions of backers. You just have to hire them and pay for their service, which is the best service in the world. And they will get you new uh, backers for your project, and all of these are very akin to like your standard recruiting emails. If you work in tech, you probably get those uh, quite a bit. That you know have nothing personal about your project. It's probably an algorithm that finds the new projects on Kickstarter and then sends a canned email. Um, they all say very similar things, and again, they all promise to get you tons of backers and solve all of your crowdfunding and kickstarter woes so that you can you know get to a thousand percent funding in no time so you'll get these i've gotten oh at least a dozen Uh, they trickle in every few days i'm sure they depend on how many backers um, i'm sure some of them at least depend on how many backers you're getting and quite honestly you know the 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 kickstarter for the puck has flatlined you know basically after launch it's gotten a few pickups here and there i found um i've gotten a few people from the facebook ads that i ran uh, kickstarter search is one that works um that that's done pretty well people go and search I've i've had a few people tell me that they were just on kickstarter backing something else saw mine and then decided to back it as well and so uh, not a lot there. I think three of the total backers came through that. But, um, so anyway, you're going to get lots of these emails from people telling you that they can get you more backers. So I, as with most things get very skeptical and ignore those things. Everybody promises you the world. I mean, this is just like your regular spam or junk mail where people have all these things that can fix all your problems. And so I just, I delete them all. I delete every single one of them. Well, as the campaign carried on and I was still on the plateau and just not going anywhere um you know the feelings of doubt start to creep in and that's that's a strong emotion I guess when now now the emails come and you're like Ooh, um sh- maybe should I like can they solve my problems and I know I mean goodness come on Kevin I know no this is all this is all spam uh but then I got one one day um that was quite personal. It was it it addressed me by name, which most of them don't. Um, it talked about the project specifically and talked about the story that I posted on the project and uh, the person that reached out to said, you know, I, I think that we could have success if you let us do our thing. And so, props to that person for very good uh, sales ability. But I got to a point where I was like, oh, I think I'm going to do it, and then I. I said, "No, gosh, wake up! This is dumb. You're not doing this." And then I sat back and I thought, "You know what? What if this really could make a difference? Like PR is a real thing. I'm not. I'm not anti PR and uh, marketing. Obviously, I'm. I'm always trying to find ways to to make." The project pop and and get it out in front of the right people. I've been talking about that in in several episodes here, where I'm I am trying actively trying to find the market and get in front of it, and that's literally what PR firms do, and um, so I I started to really think maybe maybe this is what I need, maybe I do need some PR, and so um, I I literally had had my card out ready to check out and purchase this plan and walked away from it. And then a few days later, it just kept nagging at me like, what if, what if this is it? And so, um, to give you a, some background, I, I went with, it's called space. The website is space, digital com, And, uh, they have several packages and I don't, I'm on the site here. I don't know if it's not super intuitive how to get there, um, from their main page, Oh, please contact us for pricing. Eh, they gave me a direct link. The the pricing is is here somewhere. Um but anyway, for there's a beginner package, there's there's like three or four packages of different values where the the basic difference is that they give you a a higher number of anticipated impressions. And I've talked about impressions before. Impressions is a very funny number. Uh, they talk about funny money in business, like impressions are, are the funny metric, where you know somebody's slamming through their feed, just scrolling as fast as they can. Like if your image shows up in that scroll, that's an impression, and so that's that's one of those. But anyway, there are different tiers, uh, guarantee or promote, or I don't know that they guarantee it even, but tell you that this is the number of impressions that you can expect going from the lowest package starts from like a hundred to two hundred thousand impressions all the way up to like a million plus impressions and um different values there, but anyway, the beginner package was five hundred and eighty five dollars I believe is is what I ended up paying for it and so i I, I did it I said, you know what five hundred and eighty five dollars is kind of a lot like i'm the the bank account for the business is running low after all the product development and advertising and stuff, but I said. You know what? I have to at least try it, and the worst that happens is I have a great podcast that I can talk about. So here we are. Um, so I paid five hundred eighty-five dollars. The what was included with that was they will write you a press release, which I had sort of done already. But instead of giving them my press release, I I wanted them to you know write theirs from scratch to see how different it was. Uh, they write a press release, they uh, distribute that press release to you know thousands of outlets. And they also do like a targeted outreach to industry specific outlets. And so, um, and they have examples on their websites of how, you know, if you're, if you're Kickstarter or crowdfunding in this you know, like outdoors area, they will try and target specifically several outdoor outlets, uh, to get you published in along with all of the other blanket, um, press release, um, push that they do. And so that's what you get for $585. Uh, I hit the, the the checkout button and immediately i got an email saying you know we need answers to these questions to help us write the press release and any assets that you have they need you know high resolution images and things like that and also an attachment that says here are some crowdfunding press sites um you should post your project on all of them and so right away i actually found that that was pretty helpful. These are sites that I could have found on my own, but they just list them for you right there in a PDF document and say, you know, here are the links, go to all of these places and post your uh, project and, and get some, some coverage. And so let me actually, here we go, startup communities. I'm just gonna share it with you, I don't feel bad about that. But these are sites that, I like I said, I could have find things like Product Hunt, um, AngelList is one which didn't really apply in my case. Springwise, crazy about startups, fire spotting, submit start, startup buffer, netted, gust, launching next, beta list, stomp start, on and on. Um, where they say go go post your project here to try and you know generate your own exposure, which I I actually found very helpful. So as a pro, I really like that. This is a, a resource that you can go and kind of self-publish um, your idea. Now, the problem and the con, I'm going to pair that immediately with a con, is some of these sites are very dated, they're not actively maintained, and some of them didn't really apply. So it's definitely just a canned thing that they've put together and not very long. I mean, I only didn't name like three more things in this document. So it's not a huge, huge document. Um, But again, it was nice. It kind of gave me all the sites. But again, not all of them were applicable, and some of them I, I didn't even bother with because they seemed old. And I will actually do a, spe- a specific excuse me, uh, follow-up on one of them and how I hated them. But I'll, I'll save that for uh, a future episode. And so that was really cool. So I got that, and I started um, you know, logging onto these sites and posting it to try and get some um, exposure. Well, then it went radio silence. They said, you know, it takes a couple of days to write the the press release. And then, um, it takes us several days to to distribute it. And then we'll give you a wrap up or a, a sort of a, a recap of where it's published and all these other things in your numbers to see what you paid for. And so, uh, i sorry, I said radio science. That's not true. I got them all the information. They wrote a press release. It really wasn't much different than the press release that I had written. Um, and so I'm gonna give myself props on that. I feel like I did a pretty good job because I didn't read theirs and think like, oh man, mine's garbage. This thing's the best. Um it was like, oh yeah, okay, it was about the same thing I came up with. Um and so uh they sent that, they sent it out for approval. You approve it and say, Yep, that looks good. And then I got an email that says, All right, we will uh get this dis- you know listed for immediate distribution. And then that's when the radio silence came. They said it normally takes a few uh a few days to get back. Uh, but I waited a week and a half and I finally reached back out and said, Hey, it's been a week and a half. Should I have gotten some sort of update? Uh, what What's the story now? And they said, Oh, yep. Thanks for reaching out. We'll send you your um, report this afternoon. So like, I wonder if they were going to send it that afternoon or if it was me reaching out that they were like, okay, we can make this guy's report now and send it out to him. I I don't know. Um, but they, I, I got to an email later that afternoon as promised. So, um, everything still, again, was delivered as promised, uh, that had all the attachments. It has the, uh, my release report, my press release report of where it was, um, picked up and things like that and who they were continuing. It says we're continuing to reach out to, I don't know how active that is. Um, because none of those places have picked it up yet. And those are things like, you know, Verge, TechCrunch, things like that. But um, in my little list here, I'm opening it up, um, where where it got published. Hold on, it'll take me a second. SmartPuck, Outreach. No, not there. These are the places, like, they say they reached out to. Bleacher Report, ESPN, AskMen. These are sort of like the, this is where people... The audiences would be interested in this sort of um, this sort of product, and then oh gosh, why can't I? Here we go. So here's my distribution report. Um, the recorded full page placements for my press release were 463, and my potential audience reach, again, we're back to talking about impressions and the the funny metrics, is 50 million. So <laughs> you know, 50 million people can see it. Um, and so they they tell you your content has been distributed to these endpoints. And then it gives you this giant list of links. Like this is where it, I, was, I was picked up and posted on the Daily Dispatcher, VN Reporter, Market Sanctum, NBC29, The Headline, News 9. And these are a lot of local market news agencies, many of which I'm assuming are just submit a press release and they have... Automation that picks it up and displays it to you know fuel that twenty four seven news cycle where they don't even need people involved they just regurgitate press releases and I'm assuming well most of those but there's a link that you can click on all of these and it tells you what the uh, where the top three visiting countries are for that site what industry the site is. And then the potential audience, so like for example, the daily dispatcher, I can click on a link that will take me to my press release showing on the daily dispatcher, and then it tells me that the potential audience is twenty uh sorry two thousand visits per month that's about the average traffic that that site gets, and so this again is probably just a they have compiled you know hundreds of outlets that they can auto submit to, uh, which is part of that five hundred and eighty five dollars you know they've done the work to to compile this list and know how to submit these things, and so that's that's part of what you're buying. You know, Here I am, I, I was posted on the Kansas City Star, it's a newspaper that gets about 70,000 visits a month. And so, and again, all these have links, so like if I'm gonna click here on the Kansas City Star, I'm gonna click on that, and it will literally take me to the Kansas City Star website, which in this case actually looks like financial, this doesn't even look like the Kansas City Star. So this is... There's there's some... I don't really know how to describe it. I don't want to say like fraud or scam. But I mean... I'm looking at this site. And like who visits this site? I mean, you know, apparently 70,000 people a month. But do they really? And is that really the exposure I'm going to get? Like it's loaded with ads. I'm probably getting a virus having clicked on it right now. Um, and so... But anyway, from my report, I have literally... 52 pages each page has about one, two, three, four, five, about 10. So, 520 about, um, or 500 the first few pages of the report. So, about 500 places where my press release got posted on websites. And that sounds impressive, which you know, great. I probably could have looked into these and, and found them. And that's again the service that you're paying for. But the real question, how many backers did I get from this $585. And as of today, um, this has been running for several weeks now. These links have been live. Um, I have a grand total of zero backers from any of these. I've only gotten, since I went to the, uh, since I took this out, I paid the PR uh, company, I've only had two additional backers since I hit checkout on that. And I've reached out to both of those. I'm reaching out to every single person that backs the project. And um, neither one of them came through any of these outlets or through any of these things. I I, I ask everybody, hey, how'd you find me so that I can, again, refine where I'm advertising and how I'm advertising. And neither of those two people got got to the project through any of the work that the PR firm did. And so um, I, that doesn't mean that things still won't happen. Again, a lot of these sites have monthly visits and, and people could find it, but I'm not very hopeful. I I think, so getting to the summary portion of that, that that's sort of how that all played out. It took about two weeks. Um, the pros, I really liked the um, the quick list of like, Hey, here are sites that you should post it on. And honestly, I probably could have Googled around and found a similar list of, Hey, if you've got a startup, here's some lists where you should post things. And so I don't know that that was really worth the money. The other thing they did send me, uh, with the report is a media reporter list. And now this is a 41 page document that has an email address, first and last name, the category that they work in and the outlet. For example, I have Ben Lovejoy's email at 9to5mac or I've got uh, Matt Smith's email who works at Engadget and he works on edge uh, uh, things. I don't know what edge means exactly. Some of the categories are edge, alternative, games, politics, general, culture. And so this is quite the email list. I probably would pay money for this as a Chloe Angyal from Huffington Post. Um I've got emails for Huffington Post people, mashable and uh, motherboard. And I'm sure that they probably email blasted all of these people already with the press release that they wrote. And just like I found out is a lot of the press people they're hard unless you have a real contact and a relationship. Most of these people aren't just picking up things that you send them. Um, that's been my experience so far so I I think the email list is also something that's of value if you want to just hound all of these people and reach out again I don't know that that's super effective but it is something of value that they provided so I think that's interesting Um, but as far as the exposure that I got from them I'm going to say not worth it at all like I would not spend the $585 again now that's not to say that a PR firm was a bad idea. That's to say that the one I went with and the price I paid didn't work out for me and hasn't yet. I I certainly will update the the podcast if that turns out to be different, but um that's that's where we ended up. Um I think <sighs> PR is an interesting thing. It's I think you get what you pay for. Five hundred eighty-five bucks is not a lot for PR. PR agencies charge you hundreds of dollars an hour for work and can do some amazing things um, given the budget. And that's it's just one of those things where I don't have the budget, and so I, I tried to shortcut and I wasn't sure if it would work. Went in with that expectation and and it really didn't. It didn't work out very well for me. Um, but that's that's a lesson learned and that I'm passing on to you if you're looking to hire a PR agency. And I'm not even saying that space PR is a bad one. I'm saying the combination of us and my idea and how it's on Kickstarter, like just those things didn't add up. One plus one did not give me three in this case. Um, And so I think a good PR firm can take what you've got and magnify it to make it, you know, worth that money. I, I did not find that to be the case in in my experience and uh, again not saying that it doesn't work and can't work i'm just saying it didn't work for me uh, through this particular company and so that uh, i think is all i wanted to share on today's episode just kind of fill you in on some of the things I'm trying and, and the results that I'm getting from it. So hopefully it can be helpful and uh, interesting to somebody else that may be looking to do similar things. So uh, that's going to do it for today's episode. On the next episode, tomorrow's episode, I'm going to record it right now and just schedule it for a day out. I want to talk about specifically one of these sites where I tried to post my idea and uh, talk about, uh, spoiler alert, how I hate this whole system of gatekeepers so that's that's coming up tomorrow tune in you're not going to want to miss that and um, hope you're uh, continuing to enjoy the journey with me as we uh, build the boring startup